doesn't matter if he does wrestle. <laughs> it's not going to work. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. We've done a few interviews in the last couple of fights. And one thing that, you know, you talked about a lot was uh, improving, getting better and, and getting a new contract. And you re-signed, you know, putting yes, pen to paper. What did that symbolize for you? Oh, I mean, I guess it uh, just symbolizes that they have a little bit of faith and belief in me that there's something special there and gives me uh, multiple more opportunities, you know, to go and prove that. And you also have made decent decisions, man, by jumping in as well. You know what I mean? They're not like... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I guess it would just be just a combination of things, you know, like wanting to resign, not really the happiest with my performance in the last one. And <clears throat> I wanted to get three in this year anyway. So uh, I felt like, you know, good. I like the matchup. I'm healthy. I'm not injured from the last fight. I took oh, maybe six, five, six days off to let my body just recover. And then I was right back in the gym. So I was ready for this. I was ready to jump on something. Um, so why not, you know? How rare is it for you to come out of a fight? And you're you're not banged up at all, really. Honestly, I I don't even want to say because there's no wood here. I can't knock on wood for good luck. But for the most part, I've been able to walk away from all of my fights. You know, I'll get little dings up here, like shin, uh, little contusions in your shin from like getting kicks checked and checking kicks. But for the most part in my career, like I've I've kept myself pretty clean. That's nice to hear, man. That's great because some fighters, man, they're. They're really banged up every fight, man. It seems like they fight once and they're gone for six months. Yeah, yeah. I I want to be able to, you know, enjoy life after fighting with my kids. So I'm not in there trying to get my brain scrambled every time. All right, there you go. Uh, Roman Kapalov, man. Um, a lot of people refer to him as uh, the, the middleweight Chase Hooper. How do you feel about the matchup and his skill set? Um, I like the matchup, you know. Uh, he's a uh, southpaw striker, real heavy on the rear side, you know. But uh, I feel like I match up well against him with even just looking at my striking. I think that I can uh, find holes in his game, and I think it could be very entertaining for the crowd. You faced, you know, different types of opponents in your first couple of fights with the UFC. You know, would you consider Roman maybe the more the most dangerous out of the, the past couple of opponents or was, was there a more dangerous opponent, do you think? I would say that, um, I guess Roman would be the more dangerous in terms of knockout stand up. But I think that, you know, the, the most complete and best fighter I fought was Anthony Hernandez and would love to eventually get another crack at that one. Cause I took that one on short notice, but I would, I would say he's the most dangerous stand up wise. Did you replace Anthony Hernandez in this matchup? Yep. It's weird how this works out, right? This, this I world guess it was, it was Hernandez, Curtis. Uh, yeah. Curtis got hurt. Roman stepped in. Now Anthony's hurt. So I step in and, hey, here we are. Do you feel like this is becoming kind of like an epidemic where, like, you get matched up? And I wonder what the percentage is of this is, is when you get matched up, how many fights actually go through? You know what I mean? With the original opponent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 
this is a tough, tough sport, man. And you're, you're training every single day. You're going to get injured. A lot of people, I'm not saying, you know, I, I've been there. So it's just all about training smart, uh, knowing your body and, you know, make, leave the wars outside the gym. You're going to have the wars in the fights, not in the gym. So that's the best way to explain it, to stay healthy. Definitely. And uh, Kapalov, man, like I said earlier, he's won three in a row. You know, he's looked really, really well in those three finishes. You know, what do you see in those fights? You know, I mean, fighters look at fights differently. What do you see in those performances? Oh, I mean, I think he did great uh, against uh, the opponents that were in front of him. Uh, I am nothing like those opponents. I'm complete opposite of those opponents. And I think that there are some glaring weaknesses in his stand-up that I see, and I, th I think I'm going to be able to expose them. Let's go back to your last fight against Jamie Pickett. You know, you talked about your arms. They were so heavy during the fight. Explain to us how that feels because most people have no. Yeah, I mean, on a, after, you know, cutting weight, not doing it right, and having that mishap, you get an adrenaline dump uh, on the initial first five minutes of the fight or even going into the corner. Like, it's just your arms just swell up with blood and they get so heavy. I there's really nothing else I can explain it except go get like 20 pound dumbbells and hold them up to your chin and try and walk around with them as long as you can. Like it gets, gets heavy real quick. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't help when some guys on the <laughs> chasing you around try to knock yeah. your head off as well. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not talking about no jokes either. We're talking about legitimate fighters, like athletes. Yeah. Consequences. Heavy big time. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a big issue, you know, a big uh, talking point was, you know, the, the missed weight. And you've never missed weight in your career. What exactly happened? Could you give us any details? Uh, a combination of my water load and my salt intake. I just messed up. And that's on me. That's on no one else but me. And that will be fixed. It will not be a problem. And people are always wondering, oh, well, this is such a quick turnaround. How's your weight going to be? My weight's fine. I'm good. I'm not going to have an issue with it. We'll, we'll be all right. The weight's usually always the same for you, right? Because we've talked yeah. and you've always stayed training. You're always in the gym. So it's hard to actually kind of put on a little weight, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was a weird, a whole weird fight week, weird fight for me in general. So I'm excited to get back into it as quick as I did, you know, a week off, not even a week getting, uh, just letting the, just the initial adrenaline, letting everything sink in and then getting right back after it. I, I love it. I'm going to be able to make money. I'm going to be able to fight three times in a year. And that was my goal. So I want to go three, and zero in the UFC this year and, uh, it's a great turnaround from last year. And you said, you know, you know, your arms are heavy, you know, it's difficult for you to do what you wanted to do in the fight, but you still got the win, man. Like it, it, there's something to say about that, you know, on your worst day, you still get the victory. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is great. That is awesome. I know that, uh, being able to have that experience, knowing that mentally I can get through it, I can fight through it. That's always, you know, just confidence builder. Back-to-back -back victories, you know, the momentum, it's so huge in this sport. You know, how do you feel about building this momentum for yourself? I think it's huge. Momentum, like you said, yeah, it's one of the biggest things in this sport. 
And Roman, he has his momentum on three fight uh, win streak. That's what I want. I want what he has. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do everything in my power to get it. Anyone in particular you're training with to, to emulate Roman? I mean, I got uh, DJ Dustin Jacoby, who's one of the best kickboxers in the UFC. He has brought my stand-up to a whole nother level. Um, Cody Brundage, who I think is just an absolute phenomenon for uh, a phenom for MMA. He's just so good. So those two uh, in particular, yeah. Do you, do you do like like the like the Shark Tank rounds with with them, like? You're striking with Cody, and then you're over here wrestling and clinching with, or, or sorry, you're striking with Dustin, but you're clinching with and wrestling with Cody, kind of like that washing machine. I'm I'm doing both with both, you know. <laughs> uh, DJ DJ though he doesn't show it that much. That man can wrestle, and Cody he's shown it. He he is not just a wrestler; he can strike as well. So I'm getting put through the ringer with both of them. You basically only have a couple of weeks to prepare, man. Not much time, you know. What do those weeks look like? Honestly, to me, it's the same. It's the same opponent type, but leveled up. You know, I'm back. It's just the same. It's pretty much the same thing that goes every week. This is the only thing that changes, I guess you would say, is fight camp. Is I signed a piece of paper, but this is my full time gig. This is what I do every single day: train, eat, sleep, recover. You know, that's that's my life right now. Have, have you noticed anything that you've tweaked in the last maybe like two years or so that you're seeing the benefits now? You know what I mean? Sometimes things you do in the sport as an athlete, you don't see the, the, the benefits until later. It, for me, it's kind of my it was my word for 2023 uh, intentional uh, every year at the Factory X uh, holiday party, I guess, at the end of the year. Um, it's just everyone picks their word for the coming year. And it has to be a word that means something to you. And mine was just intentional, being intentional with my actions, my thoughts, my big, that's the big one, my thoughts, being very intentional with, you know, I can't help it if something pops up in my head, but I can control if I continue to, you know, entertain that thought, I can get rid of it. It's being intentional with my diet, being intentional with just my time and everything. I guess that would be the biggest thing that's the biggest tweak, I would say. What do you envision for yourself? How do you envision yourself taking out Kapalov? I think I'm going to knock him out. And I think I'm going to surprise a lot of people. And that is the greatest feeling in the world because, you know, I, I don't stay on it, but I see Twitter, I see comments, and I don't think people are ready for what's about to happen. They think that this guy's going to go out here and just knock me out. And it's, it's going to be a rude awakening for some people. You've done that a few times already. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't people yeah. get the memo a little bit? <laughs> that hey man, I don't, I don't know. I don't. This the game's weird. People, humans, emotions—they're all weird. So, I've never really been good with them, and that's just how people see it. That's how they perceive me. And if that's it, that's it. I like to go out and prove people wrong. So, that's that's my mission on September sixteenth. Your goal was to fight three times this year. This is your third fight coming up. Could we see you in a fourth, man? Possibly, right? December. December is on the table depending on, you know, how this fight goes. If I'm healthy getting out, I would love to if possible. If not, I'll pack her up and we'll see you in 2024. I'll, I haven't spent the holidays with my family 
in probably four years, five years now. So I wouldn't hate going back home and, you know, hanging out with the family. But uh, I, I'm down to make money and I'm down to fight. This is my window. So we'll see. Definitely, man. Yeah, man. If you can, you know, reset, so to say, during the holidays, it's always good to do that. Um, one last question. UFC 293 middleweight title fight. Do you think Sean Strickland will wrestle Israel Adesanya? Doesn't matter if he does wrestle. <laughs> it's not going to work. I, I don't see Strickland beating Izzy. I I think Izzy is going to be at the top for as long as he wants to be. Honestly, the guy's phenomenal. So if he if Sean Strickland shocks, shocks the world, kudos to him. I just don't think it's going to happen. But there, you know, when you look at the fighters and, and the skill sets in that in that middleweight division, there's a lot of guys I feel like that are bad matchups, man, for, for Israel Adesanya. Yeah, I mean, you would say bad matchups stylistically for sure, but we've seen Izzy defend wrestlers. We've seen him defend takedowns. We've seen him defend. I'm obviously not from at 205 with the on. That guy's massive, but at, at middleweight, I, I don't know. I don't see. I, I could see where some people would see that, but nah, for right now, he's king. All right, man. Well, September 16th, UFC Noche, Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, man. You haven't fought. The last time you fought in front of a crowd was your debut. Was Am I right? Um, no, I fought no. Uh, in the Virgin Hotels. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. The the Mirab yeah. uh, main event, right? Yeah. The Mirab, yeah. Hey, man. It's always good. To, is it weird, like, getting a mix of that? Like, one fight you'll be in the apex and another fight you step into this massive, like, arena? I the, my very first fight was in an arena in the UFC, and that was amazing. I'm so excited to be able to do that again. The Virgin Hotels was it – was, it was bigger. It had a big crowd, but it's more intimate. I fought there once when I was an amateur. But I'm glad I got to fight in the Apex again, you know, get a redemption shot at, uh, you know, I lost in the Apex once, so I wanted to get that back. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to go out and fight in front of a, a huge crowd. So, whew, just gives me chills thinking about it. <laughs> nice, man, nice. Josh, always thank you so much, man, for taking the time and all the best in uh, locking up this third fight this year. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it, man. You have a great rest of your day.